Hi guys and welcome to another episode of the Sense of Dollars podcast. Today I wanted to talk to you about couples and joint finances and how I do it with my partner and ways that you and your partner can figure out a solution to how you'd be doing your finances, whether or not you're going to combine them, whether or not you're going to keep them separate, all that kind of thing. So yeah, I guess let's get straight into it. So my... So first, I'll, I guess I'll go over my our money situation with my partner and the way we divide it is we pretty much, we don't have joint finances, so we don't have any joint accounts. We have our own money. Our income goes into our own transaction account um, and we have our own savings independent from one another. We have the same goal. We know that we want to buy a property and we want to go on holidays together and that kind of thing, but ultimately our money is kept separate from one another. There's no particular reason why or why not. We just That's just the way we do it. I know a lot of couples who combine all of their money, so they put all of their, their income goes into the one transaction account every month or every payday, and then they just spend money from that account and they put into savings from that account, that kind of thing. So like really, it's a it, there's not one solution to everybody's needs. And I think that it's important to understand that as long as you are happy doing what's comfortable or what feels right for you and your partner, um, that would be, I guess, the only way that you'd know that you're doing what's right for you. I think it's, you know, we get caught up in comparing our situation to someone else's. And that's just the way we live these days. Like with Instagram and with Facebook, we're always constantly comparing our life to other people's lives and we don't know half of it like we don't understand what they're going through or what they're doing day to day and it's just not right to feel like there's pressure to compare our situation to another's so yeah that's our money situation so we don't share um we have yeah goals that we both want to be we're committed to and we're saving towards but we also do have our own our own money and our own savings pool independent from one another off the back of that I think it would be good to have a little chat about the pros and the cons of either or situation so coming from a couple who doesn't combine fi- combine finances um, I think some of the pros of that would be the fact that we have our own independence from one another um, and we don't we don't often fight or argue about money because of the way we decide to go about splitting things and everything like that like it kind of just works out quite evenly like we split bills down the middle rent is a little bit more geared towards my partner as he has a higher income than I do so we agreed that he'd pay a little bit more in that regard but when it comes to you know like general day-to-day things we we split we generally split the cost of things or I buy dinner one night, he buys dinner the other night and then we kind of go on like that and if it's his turn to pay for breakfast one weekend then he'll pay and then, you know, we it just kind of works and I think it we're, we've kind of come to a routine and we're in sync with the fact that that's just how it is and I'm sure that there are weeks where he spends more money than I do on food and then there are other weeks where I spend more money than he does. So, like, it's not a huge deal, I think, in our relationship. Whereas I think if we were to have the um, combined finances, I guess I guess a pro of that would be the fact that we just spend it out of one account. So there's less 
keeping track of whose turn is it, who's got to pay for dinner or whatever. Like, although it works really well in our relationship, I think it could be more efficient if we were to combine finances. Um, so that would be a pro, I suppose, as well in regards to combining finances. Um, I think a con of combining finances is, especially if you combine all of it, um, I think you can lose a little bit of independence in the relationship. I think it can be very... Um, money plays a bigger role in the relationship if it was to be combined because you're a lot more, I think, well, the way I view it, because I've never, I've not been in a relationship where we've combined finances before, but I think from my perspective looking in, there's a lot, and from, you know, talking with girlfriends and knowing what their situation is, there's a lot less freedom in spending, in discretionary spending. So I know that I could go out on the weekend and buy, you know, new tops, new shoes, and I don't have to answer to anyone. Like, I don't have to explain why my I purchased what I purchased and how much I spent, or I don't have to ask permission to go out and spend money, or if I'm going out on a girls' night, I don't have to ask for money, or like, I find that in a lot of relationships where they do combine their finances, there's a lot more either hiding the expenditures that each one's spending or there's just less freedom in oh I can just go out and buy a top because you know it's my money I can do what I want whereas there's a lot more answering to the spouse or the partner about what the spending is whether it's discretionary or whether it's like a need like it's just something that they obviously are open and communicate about most of the time um, I think it's just there's less there's less freedom in making a decision like you're thinking about oh, okay, so what's it, what's my partner going to think or is he going to say yes or is he going to let me, whatever, that kind of thing. Um, I find that that is definitely a con in combining finances, whereas, yeah, the way I the way I am in our relationship or the way we are, we can, we can go out and spend. I don't have to answer to my partner if I want to go out and spend money one weekend. Um, it doesn't matter how much it is. Like if I'm putting money towards my business or if I'm planning – getaway or if I'm buying tickets to something like it's there's just less pressure to feel the need to ask permission which like I don't need to so yeah so I think that that's a huge factor in I guess why we probably don't combine finances because we do independently from one another we do enjoy that freedom I think like here but I'll just go into another con I suppose I think a con of not combining finances would be that we don't, um, we could probably save a lot more if we didn't, sorry, if we did combine our finances simply because it'd be easier to track our spending. So I, I think we'd double up, we wouldn't double up as much on shopping. I think we could just go and do a, you know, Coles or Woolies shop once a week knowing that it's come out of our money and we could do a big shop and then it would just cover our food for the week and we wouldn't have to spend any more money. Like maybe we'd have an allowance or something for the week of our own spending on coffees or whatnot, those little bits and pieces throughout the week. But I think we'd actually spend a lot less money on food if we were to combine finances. However, it does take a lot more planning and I quite like the fact that we don't have to do a big shop every week. Um, but yeah, I think there is scope to save a lot more if we were to combine our finances. So I think that's another pro, I suppose, of combining, which would be that you can, you, I guess you have a bit more control, you have a bit more of an oversight over all your finances and you're able to, yeah, I guess, save more in that regard. Okay, so there are probably a lot more pros and cons about combining or not combining finances, but 
I think they're the major ones that I see um, as a trend with me in my situation with my partner who we don't combine and what I hear from friends who do combine. So I think they're probably the major things. And if you do think, if you have any that I haven't said, just feel free to put them in a comment because I'd be so interested to hear your perspective on what you do in your relationship and why you either do combine or you don't combine your finances. Like I'd be so interested to hear um, your independent thoughts from what I've said here in this podcast episode. So just in saying all of this, I think it's so important to just make sure that you're on the same page with your partner because I, here's a little bit of a story, a bit of a background. Um, so, I, so I've been with my partner for over four years now. I think we're just getting to the four-year mark. Um, and it would have been about maybe two, two and a half, or maybe a little bit more, two, and a half, two years in to the relationship, I thought it would be a great idea to combine finances. And I thought we were so ready to just be, like I'm so open about money and I love, obviously love talking about it. It's one of my like total passions. I just love hearing people's situations and being able to help people in every way that I can. Um, so yeah, so I thought I'd sit down with my partner and bro, like bring up the topic of combining finances. And yeah, lo and behold, I got a big shutdown. And to be honest, I, although I was, I did feel a little bit like, oh, why not? What is the problem? Like, aren't you serious enough about me or whatever? Like, oh, my, my mind just went crazy. So as much as I did think about all of these crazy things, I'm so glad that he didn't just sub, like submit to or succumb to the temptation of just doing it because I wanted to. Um, I'm glad that he did hold his own in the in that situation and say, well, in fact, I don't like I don't I don't see the need to, I don't particularly want to. Um, for whatever for whatever his reasons were, I think that I'm really glad that he didn't. Uh, mainly because he wouldn't have been comfortable with it. Like and that's it doesn't have to, it's not right or wrong and it doesn't have to be explained or anything. I'm just so glad that he didn't do it because I feel as though had he done it just to please me because he knew that I wanted to, he wouldn't have been happy. And I think that there would have been a lot more resentment further down the track or further down the line in our relationship if we had done that initially. And although, yes, perhaps our savings combined would be a lot stronger and we'd spend less money every week and our discretionary spending would be less and whatnot, I think that our the way we are in our relationship would be so different. And I honestly couldn't imagine having our combined our finances simply because he wouldn't have been happy. And I would, I would absolutely not have wanted that for the world. So I'm glad that he held his own and didn't just do it because he knew that it would make me happy, which yeah, as much as I admit that it probably would have in the moment, I think long-term in hindsight, um, I'm glad that, yeah, I'm glad that he didn't because we, we probably wouldn't be where we are today and in, in the kind of, you know, in the in the way that we are in our relationship today. So, yeah, so that's a little bit of an insight into my relationship. And, yeah, if you, I just think that that just outlines the importance of knowing that you are on the same page with your partner. And although I was a little bit, you know, taken aback and a bit, I felt a little bit hurt and rejected at that in that moment, um, I'm glad that we are on the same page and that we were able to have a communication, have a conversation about it because there's nothing more important than being able to just openly talk about things. And making sure that your input in the relationship is what you want and you're not doing things just for the sake of your partner and you're not trying to just make them happy for their sake because it will just 
it will reflect on you and you will build up resentment throughout and nobody wants that in a relationship and I wouldn't have been happy if he wouldn't he, if he wasn't happy about it so yeah so it t- like I'm I just think that it's so important to just make sure that you're on the same page with your partner in any situation but especially when it comes to money just because it's such a sensitive topic and um, it's just so important to be able to openly communicate about things just to yeah make sure you're on the on the same page with everything but yeah that's a little just thought I'd give you a bit of that as I can um yeah see if you can relate to it and it'd be so it'd be great to hear your conversations and how you went about either combining or not combining finances and why why that was the case or how the conversations went and who broached the topic because I would say I'd assume and yes this is just me assuming that traditionally it would be the men in the relationship that would be the ones that are you know more covering over the finances and the women tend to stand back a little bit in that regard and I don't think that that's very healthy not for the relationship and not for you as a woman yourself simply because well there are a few reasons so number one would be because women actually outlive their male uh, partners just in the general you know scheme of life and when your partner does pass away or in the case of divorce then you're in a situation where you just you had had no control previously and now you've all of a sudden got to take on the emotional burden of the fact that your partner's just passed away your husband and then you've got children who are you know, you need to be consoling them because of the situation. And then you've got to take on this whole new thing that you've never had to face before in your life when regards to finances. And you're just in a situation where you just don't know and you need to start from scratch. So I think it's so important to just have a hold of your financial situation and make goals together and make sure that you're achieving them and you keep each other accountable to the goals that you want to be achieving. Like it's, it's, I don't, know that I don't think it's very hard and I just think it's a matter of being able to talk about these things and being open to learning about new things because it's it's easier to do together now than it is to pick up the you know pick up that slack when he's passed away or in the case of a divorce which is so common these days 50% divorce rate Um, so yeah I think it's so important to just have a handle of it and just understand even if it's not you know, over the whole entire situation, just so that you know what happens, how the money works, what goes out, what comes in, like your income and your expenses, and just making sure that you have an understanding of how it all works, just so that you're not so shocked when it comes time when you need to take control. Um, because it could happen, you, it, it might not, but it very well could. And it would. it's just, you know, something that you just need to be able to have some kind of a finger on. Um, to just know that in the case of you needing to take control, you can. Like it could just be any situation that you could find yourself in and it's good to just know that you can rely on yourself and you don't need to be feel like a fish out of water. Like you can just take the reins and go on with it with, you know, impacting your life as little as possible in that many ways because it's going to be such an emotional time and at least you'll know that you don't have to learn a whole new thing just because you outlived your husband, say. Um, but yeah, so I think it's so important to just have a handle on it. And I, as generic as it is, as, sorry, as generalizing as it is that you, that women are the ones that take a step back. It is, it's the truth. So men are normally the ones that are more 
you know, dominant over the finances and have more control over it for whatever reason. I'm not too sure why. But yeah, so I think it's so important for the women to, you know, step up and say, I want to know where my, what, what's going on, how to control it and how I can help, if I can be of any help and just to have a, to just know what's going on. I think another reason to have a bit more of a say in the finances and the relationship is you're relinquishing all of your control, all of your financial control onto somebody else and it's personal finance. So it's something that's personal to you, whether or not you're in a relationship, there's an element of finance that is personal and you should be making those goals as a team together to make sure that you're taking into account each other's desires, wants and needs and you know, dreams that you want to be achieving. If you want to start a business, you should be able to say, hey, I want to use X, Y, Z amount of money to open a business. Or like there, there are countless things. If you want to go on a holiday, who, why not? Why can't you then save for a holiday? Regard, like, it's just one of those things that I feel like you just need to have an element of control over because it, it is personal finance. It's combined finances for a reason. And it's something that you work together as a team to work on. And it's not, too hard. I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's too, they put in the too hard basket. It's, they don't want to know about it. It's easier to just forget about it and let someone else take care of it all. But it's just so important to be able to just maintain that just a little bit of just awareness around what's going on. So you're not so shocked when things, you know, when shit hits the fan and things are going wrong. So you know that they're coming or you know that, you know, you haven't paid your mortgage in a month or two months, like just so that you are aware of what's going on because otherwise things are going to hit you like a ton of bricks out of nowhere and you're just not going to know why or how. And who knows, like maybe maybe your partner isn't managing the money like you think that they are. So it's one of those things that if you know, it's better to know now than it is to find out later. So yeah, that's my input. I just think that it's so it's a dangerous territory to not have any say or any idea of what's going on in the personal finance situation, whether in your couple or even as a single person. I think it's so important to just know where all your money's going, where all your money is coming in from, what it's what's going on with it all. You just cannot afford to relinquish any sense of control to somebody else completely and just not even worry about it yourself because that's just not taking responsibility for your own financial situation and when when you know when things do go wrong there's nobody to blame but yourself for the decisions that you've made so I'd say that by ignoring it you're making a decision to ignore it and to not have anything to say for it so make the decision to have a sense of control get some education learn some things and have a say and make some changes if you feel like there needs to be some changes made I think two brains are better than one and just have a say in your finances And I think this just eliminates the need to feel like you need to hide money from your partner. I know a lot of couples who they, the wife or girlfriend does put money aside. And I've heard this, I'm sure your grandma had a drawer, a sock drawer that just had stash of cash in there just because she's keeping it for a rainy day. Like if something was to happen, be prepared for something to happen. So they, in their situation, like my grandma, for example, she'd have a drawer of cash aside that her husband didn't know about just in case anything was to happen and she had that to call upon if she needed it. I hear so many stories about this. So like secret stashes or trying to take money or trying to spend money and not tell their spouse. And I just think it's a lot more important for the relationship and for, because I'm sure the husband knows it's there. They just, you know, don't openly know it's there. But 
you know, I'm sure it does. And it just eliminates that sense of resentment that your husband or your, your spouse, your wife could have towards you for doing or for keeping a secret like that. Like, yes, it's important to have that part of, you know, that part of your finances that is your own, but make like, have it openly. Don't try and keep it such a strong secret. I don't know. Maybe you have a different opinion and I'd love to hear it. But just from my opinion, I think it's just less friction in a relationship when you're just more open about things like this. So anyway, that's just a thought that I'd leave you with. Um, Yeah. So thanks for listening to this episode of Sense of Dollars. Don't forget to check out Instagram. I'm at Sense of Dollars and sign up to receive weekly Monday morning tips on money, just money things, just general tips and hints on how to get a hold of your finance and take control of your you know your wealth for the future so thanks for listening guys and i'll speak to you in the next one thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the sense of dollars podcast i'm so grateful to have you here and i look forward to seeing you implement changes into your financial situation so that you can build yourself up for your financial future Don't forget to join me on Instagram and Facebook. Um, Sense of Dollars is the handle on both of these platforms where you can keep talking all things money and join a community of like-minded people who are all working towards the same goal of building a financially abundant future. I look forward to meeting you on those platforms and until next time, thanks guys.